Hi, my name is Steve Hobbs, and you're listening to County Connections, the official podcast for the Missouri Association of Counties. We're here to promote county government and discuss issues that affect Missourians at the local, state, and national level. Hi, and welcome back to County Connections, Mac's official podcast. My name is Steve Hobbs, and I'm your host today. For our listeners, the goal of the podcast is to bridge a gap between county, state, and federal government. Today, we are excited to welcome Missouri Senator Rusty Black, who's a Mizzou graduate, agriculture educator, former state representative, and current state senator. Senator, thanks for being here. Thank you guys very much for having me. You know, Rusty, as we were putting these podcasts together, your name always bubbles to the top of the list because it's probably pretty likely you represent more counties than any other state senator in the state of Missouri. How many counties do you have? 19 counties, but one of those counties, Buchanan, I do not have the entire county. So, yes, I, it's over 10,000 square miles. That's a big district, uh, and a lot of really small counties, but let you, yet you mentioned Buchanan, you got a part of that, and that's St. Joseph. You've got some bigger cities in your district, too, so it's pretty diverse. Right. Uh, St. Joe is not part of the district. That, uh, that population is in the 34th Centaurial District. So the big, some of the big towns in Buchanan County I have are Agency and Gower and, and those kind of communities. But uh, the, the large cities for somebody, and I, I grew up in that area, so going to Maryville, going to Savannah, going to Chillicothe, Carrollton Cameron, those mm-hmm. were the big cities that we went to visit. So uh, some of your listeners won't consider those big cities, but for an old boy like me, they are. So I've been told that if you know if you're north from northwest Missouri, if you call Chillicothe, Chile. Yes, that is very true. It, that's where I'm from is Chile. <laughs> well, Cedric, let our members get to know you a little bit better. Uh, tell us about how you got your start in, in, in government. I, I know you were uh, uh, an FFA teacher, and, and talk to us about how those experience, how you've been able to use them here in the General Assembly. Well, that that experience, Steve, had a lot to do with me making this uh, choice to to enter the legislature after I retired from teaching ag. And uh, I taught at Nottaway Holt, which is Graham, Maitland, Skidmore, some more of those large communities in northwest Missouri. I taught there five years. And then in 1989, moved to Chillicothe and started teaching ag there and finished 28 years in Chillicothe. And during that time, uh, being part of government, legislative process, being involved is something that I enjoyed from when I was in high school. So I continued that through my teaching career. I was very active within uh, our ag teachers organizations, career tech ed, MSTA organizations, as well as being an ag teacher, you get lucky enough to be involved in some of the commodity groups mm-hmm. as well. So all those things uh, continued to foster that interest in being interested in government, our government. And as I got closer to my retirement time, I knew that my, the next thing I want to try to do is run and see if I could get elected as a state representative or state senator. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's hard for some of our listeners to believe, but as big an industry as agriculture is in Missouri, 
we actually don't have that many people in the General Assembly that actively have taken their living from agriculture. And uh, that perspective is so different when you're down here, when you may be, your seatmate may be a, a, an attorney from one of the cities. And having that perspective for agriculture for our counties, especially our more rural counties, is so important because it's by far the biggest economic driver for our counties. Yes, without doubt. And then those 19 counties that I represent, as you, as you well know, agriculture represents those counties. That is the economic driver by far in those. Now, there's some industry scattered out in those areas, but uh, on the whole, it's the trucks and tractors running all over those uh, blacktop roads. We call them at home, low-volume routes, lettered routes. Those are the things that are still driver. And you know, in my in my lifetime, and even in my teaching career, as agriculture has continued to expand and grow, and people be able to produce more and more with with less people, that's what's caused me to have to represent 19 counties. A state senator in the state of Missouri represents people, not mm -hmm. area. So when you're representing 19 counties, that's the same number of people as somebody that's representing 10 square miles in a city somewhere. So the, the people perspective, agriculture, uh, as great as it's been, it is good, but that, that's what's caused the sparse population where we're at because everything's around agriculture. And another thing that you stated, I think uh, some of your listeners will understand this, at home, my wife and I farm, not very large, you know, we have some cows and a little bit of row crop, and uh, the real farmers at home probably don't consider me a farmer. But uh, down here, I'm considered an expert by the people that you're talking about, you know. So I, I do have friends at home that kind of laugh. I'm, I'm the ag teacher that, that had cows and a, and a few show pigs on the side. But down here, I'm the real thing. Yeah, I think I was introduced as a Bubba farmer at a Chamber of Commerce dinner one year because I had to have another <coughs> job to support my farming habit. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that would be the category that I'm put that I'm placed in, but I, I hope that I do a good job of representing the agriculture industry of our state more than I now. I do know if I go down to the boot hill, I'd probably be lost. Uh, there'd be soybeans, I would know that, but there'd be a lot of things that wouldn't make sense to me. But I do think I can do a good job of representing the industry of agriculture in the Missouri Senate. You know, that's one of the amazing things about the state of Missouri is we're so diverse. If you take for what's, you know, a lot of row crop farming and cattle farming north of I-50, and then when you get south of 50 where it's all livestock, and then you have the boot heel, which is some more similar to the Mississippi Delta. Yeah. Uh, and the, the vast number of crops we raise here, and, and we do it well, it's, uh, it's a daunting task keeping all that uh, under control and and changing so rapidly i know i hear from a lot of our counties you know the the uh constraints that are being put on their budgets because equipment is just continues to get bigger and bigger and more and more people have 18 wheelers to haul grain on small gravel roads and and it puts a lot of pressure on them but as farms continue to grow and we're talking about family farms here you know, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, the large bulk of your district's just family farms. They continue to grow, and and it, it continues to change. But, you know, that, that's what happens.
This episode is brought to you by Stiefel. The public finance professionals at Stiefel specialize in helping Missouri counties raise capital to build and maintain essential infrastructure in their communities. As a Missouri-based firm headquartered in St. Louis, Stiefel understands the unique character of our state and the citizens who serve our local counties. We understand the complexities of Missouri counties as we are fortunate enough to have a former county commissioner on our team at Stiefel. Our municipal banking and underwriting groups work to develop and implement financing strategies that allow our Missouri County clients to fund the important work they do. For more information, contact Michael in the Kansas City office at 816-203-8739 or Martin in the St. Louis office at 314-342-8467. Remember, Stiefel equals bond people. So talk about some, what are some of the priorities you have this year as a freshman senator? You've been in the House for several years, and so I'm sure that there's some things that you're working on over here as a senator now that you'd like to share with our listeners. Steve, the the number one goal when I, when I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to be elected, was to continue to be involved in the appropriations process in our state. Uh, when I showed up to the legislature years ago, the, the, my predecessor in the 7th District uh, met with me in February uh, before his, he was term limited. And he said, Rusty, you're going to have to decide now. And he said, oh, you need to decide this now. Are you going to work to try to be involved in leadership? Or is your goal going to be to try to be most influential in policy? Or do you think you want to be involved in the appropriation budget process? Which one of those are your goals? And I chose a few weeks after to try to be involved in the budget appropriations process. Well, when I changed sides of the building down here and moved to the Senate, that goal didn't change. My interest, I think, uh, being an ag teacher and uh, Chillicothe Ag Department is a little different than, than uh, most ag departments. We have a pretty large facility and it takes several dollars to be able to manage that facility and most of that money has to be uh, generated somewhere other than from taxpayers, at least from school. Managing those accounts and the income coming through was most important for us to be successful. So I think that's also true with state government. Your priorities are with, found with inside the budget. And we're going to spend money. Uh, that's what government has to do. We have a lot of people that think otherwise. But uh, our government's there to supply certain things to the people that people can't end up doing. My goal would be being part of the appropriating process is we spend that as efficiently as possible and try to get the best out of those dollars as we can. So I think, I think you can tell my number one interest is the appropriations process and i think for those 19 counties i represent and really all for north missouri there's two senators in north missouri today because of the change in our population there are 34 senators in the state those two senators have to remind everybody every day that the north part of the state of missouri is still part of missouri and has value and our roads are important because that area those two senators represent represent a whole lot of production in this state when it comes to the actual production of products and commodities that get processed and moved on from our state other places then i have some legislative issues i i I worked on pensions for some reason when i come in senator hageman that was before me got me to help him with a pensions bill or i guess that's what he let me cut my teeth on right (laughs) and I helped pass that pensions bill. Well, since that point, that seems like my space for some reason when it comes to policy. Well, there's been some changes go on that 
I believe, to help our schools be able to keep instructors or bus drivers, et cetera, we need to make some small tweaks to the retirement system for public educators in our state so retired people can come back and fill those seats because we can't get enough other people to do it. So that piece of legislation I've worked on for two years over on the House, now it's on the Senate, and we have third read it here, and that's something that's important. So I will continue to, to uh, work about pensions and try to pay attention to pensions. I serve on the Mosier's board for our state, so I, I'm on that board. And then agriculture. Agriculture is my love. You know, I spend all my time, and that's why I don't even think about when we talk about this. That's just in my mind all the time when we're doing things. The appropriations process, agriculture is a part of my thought while we're going through that. But uh, serving on the agriculture committee and getting lucky enough to be vice chair. And uh, agriculture is awful important to those 19 counties and trying to make sure that we do good, positive things are valuable there. Then I also, because of personal experience, uh, both as a teacher and as a parent, been around people with PTSD and the problems that occurs. Of course, my personal experience has been around a military veteran, but the other part of that that happens with our firefighters all over the state, our EMTs, any first responder, right, police, et cetera. And we understand that it's a valuable, important thing. and. People are less scared to talk about it now. There are new things out there to uh, try to help people, and I hope I can bring some of those to our state. You know, I, I read a study uh, through American Farm Bureau that the number one crisis point of uh, suicides right now is in the ag community and mostly in rural parts of America. And so the mental health issues that our state's facing are real serious. We have a task force that's worked on that extensively and are looking at ways not to ask the state for more money, but to make sure the money and the resources are getting to places that they need to be. It seems like we have services in the larger metropolitan areas, but if you go to Cameron or Chillicothe, they, those are lacking. And so, uh, someone like you advocating for those types of services something our counties uh, already know that we're desperate need of yes i believe uh, you know that that's been an issue in my mind i can say forever that we didn't want to discuss nobody wanted to talk about it and we've made it to the point where we understand we need to talk about it, we need to discuss it we need to try to make sure as much stuff is available but we're behind the eight ball, aren't we? We're late yeah. coming to the table. And trying to catch up, I have people disappointed in the state, maybe even disappointed in me because we don't have more available right now. But at least we're starting to talk about and try to make it available. It wasn't too many years ago that if somebody mentioned that, you just closed your door or closed your ears and didn't pay attention. Our uh, steering committee chair, Janet Thompson, says it's the only health issue that you don't fix a casserole for. And I, th I think that's a pretty true statement that, you know, that everything else, you know, we, we fix food and we take it. Yeah. And, and when somebody's struggling with, with mental health, it, it, it's hard for, for people to relate to that. And so raising that awareness through for counties and, and for here in the General Assembly is very valuable. Yes. Let's, let's hope that um, each year while you're down here working, you can see us progressing with that and maybe we'll make some leaps and jumps once in a while while we're doing it.
So, Senator, we're about ready to wrap up. Is there, if there was one thing you could tell to the counties out there that you represent and all of our members across the state about your philosophy as a senator, what would that be? My philosophy, I have a friend that uh, has helped me a lot uh, back in my teaching career as well as now in this new political career. He, he helps with advice and you know, as a politician, he helps financially once in a while well. And this statement is probably what I hope that people out there hear from me and hopefully see. He said, Rusty, I'm going to support you. I'm not going to question your decisions. I have one thing I ask you to do. Do no harm. So I don't know when you're an elected official, as many people listening to this and in your group, sometimes we do harm. But let's hope we don't do it with intent to try to harm. So I'm hoping that uh, that's what uh, people that are around me will see in those 18, 19 counties and throughout the state, that Rusty Black's trying to do as good a job as he possibly can and the decision he makes with the idea that I'm not going to try to hurt somebody. I'm trying to help other Missourians. Well, Senator, thank you so much for taking time to visit with our members here today. We're excited to continue watching the work you're doing down here. Thank you very much, Steve. Thanks for joining us on County Connections, Mac's official podcast. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And if you enjoyed listening, make sure to follow wherever you listen to podcasts. To keep up with the Missouri Association of Counties, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Mo Counties. We'll see you next time.